A professor of international law says it's possible for a country to take Japan to court. This follows widespread backlash from nations dotted in and around the Pacific Ocean, opposing the start of a release of over one million tonnes of treated nuclear wastewater. Waikato University's Alexander Gillespie told Lydia Lewis the history of law on nuclear waste dumping and releasing is a long one, but an important one. It's quite a long story. It begins after the Second World War and the countries that had nuclear generating facilities had to dispose of their waste. And between 1945 and 1972, it was common for countries to dispose their nuclear waste into the ocean. And and nuclear waste was was not just low-level, it was also medium and sometimes high-level nuclear waste. And so there there was dumps around the northeast Atlantic and down the eastern seaboard of the United States where, where countries just threw their waste in pretty terrible situations. 1972, the international community said no more dumping of high-level or medium-level nuclear waste into the oceans. And then we started to slow, the international community started to slowly create rules over dealing with low-level nuclear waste and when it was or was not permitted. The next change came in 1997, and from that point, it's pretty clear customary policy that nations should not dispose of nuclear waste, even low-level, into the oceans. And so it's taken a long progression to get to this point. But since then, you've had the, the accident... And you've had a change because they've got to dispose somewhere of this material, of this water. International law, the, the, the question would be whether there are feasible alternatives before you went to try to dump it into the ocean. I can't tell you whether it's safe or not because I'm not a scientist, but I can tell you that the IAEA has said that it is safe. And the IAEA has got a, a good reputation and solid scientific processes. So what they're saying is probably correct. And what's being proposed to be put into the ocean is probably a, a very low risk. Is this, though, uh, I guess, modern-day dumping? Because the, the, the issue here is, and I've just been to a protest where anti-nuclear activists are calling it a dump, and then I've also interviewed the IAEA who says, no, this is a release. But you mentioned before, you know, any type of waste going into the ocean. So, yes, they are treating it by this out-treated wastewater system, but there is still very low levels of tritium going into water, which do comply with international standards. So what is this? So so the reason that there's so much debate around whether it's a, a dump or a release is international law would strongly suggest that the dumping of any nuclear waste into the ocean is now, as a customary rule, considered not possible. But because you can't dump it doesn't mean if you change the technology, or sorry, the terminology to one of release, it may be permissible if it's safe. And so international law would be saying you can't dump. But if it's not a dump, but it's something else like a safety release, then it may be permissible. And so the the convention I talked about in 1972 was known as the London Dumping Convention. And it's that convention which has said no more dumping and progressively up to 1997 said no more dumping at all of any nuclear waste. And that's a strong rule now. But you're finding that countries like Japan have to find some other way around it so the terminology has changed to make it permissible. 
this is all very theoretical because if you wanted to really challenge it, what you would do is you'd get one country or group of countries to stand up and take Japan to one of the dispute mechanisms under the Law of the Sea Tribunal, under the Law of the Sea Convention. The problem with that is that China has a very bad relationship with these bodies right now over what's happened in the South China Sea because one of these bodies ruled against China. So China, which is probably the foremost advocate against the dumping, is unlikely to use these mechanisms to resolve the question. Duncan Curry was in South Korea. I'm not sure if he's still there now and was working with Greenpeace to try and get South Korea to take Japan to court yeah. under this law. They decided not to. And then I asked New Zealand and there was a big call from activists you know, for New Zealand or Australia too, and I asked New Zealand if they were thinking about it, and they said absolutely not. The way it would work is you would need a state, a government, to take an action. So, so it, it, you couldn't have Greenpeace take it, or you couldn't have a citizen take it. It would have to be South Korea or the Philippines or New Zealand. But the politics, which is very different to the law, which is going on at the moment, is that a lot of countries are lining up behind Japan, not just because it's probably safe, but also because of the, the larger geopolitical issues with regards to China. And so it, it's not so much about whether you think it's the right thing to do, it's about not being in support of those who are against Japan. Is it feasible that New Zealand could look at doing this? No, it, or? You, you wouldn't you'd end up in one of the dispute mechanisms under the law of the sea. Is it, is it possible that New Zealand could do it? In, in theory, it's possible. Politically, it's exceptionally unlikely because that would mean right now lining up against Japan in a very tense geopolitical environment where countries are trying to work more with Japan than against them. Even if we disagree with what's going on in the ocean, there are, to the minds of many, greater political objectives that have to be reconciled. And taking Japan over this issue would, would not be supportive of that. Japan maintains it has no other option. It says the people of Japan are the victims of a nuclear disaster and are dealing with it the best as they can while meeting international safety standards. New Zealand says it would not take Japan to court. The Tuvalu government is disappointed in New Zealand for taking that stand.